Hey sci-fi fans, this is Michael Welch from the Twilight Films and the upcoming sci-fi series Z Nation, and you are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Dino Podcast. This is our Sci-Fi Rewind, and we have been in the process of rewinding the Firefly episodes, and tonight we are talking aerial war stories and trash, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome discussion talking about Firefly. I always love talking Firefly. Three more episodes to go, and then the movie if we opt to do it, and, uh, and then we'll be through Firefly, and we will have reviewed it, talked about it. And have answered everyone's questions about Firefly forever and ever and ever. Amen. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. Good evening. No I'm Miles. P- Good evening. I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. Hi, I'm M. Sierra Garcia. And we have a very special guest with us from the Babylon Project podcast. Welcome, Raul. Raul. Hi there, guys. Guest, yes. Special, no. you you undersell yourself undersell yourself so if you haven't ever checked out their podcast the babylon project podcast which of course is talking about babylon 5 and you released uh how many episodes now we have seven episodes uh on the show release so far and a special event episode with um the isn anchor lady maggie egan Oh, nice, nice, and we have a uh, we Jim, have a. Go ahead. I was gonna say Jim got to the chance to interview her at uh, convention Ozfest uh, just a few weeks ago. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have a special bumper we're gonna send your way from Tara Rothery, who was in one of the uh, Babylon Five movies. Yep. So ooh ooh ooh. So we'll, we'll we'll send that your way when we when I get it edited down, but. Well, let's uh, let's jump in. Let's start talking Firefly here tonight, and um, we have Ariel. And uh, let's just uh, let's just go around and talk about first impressions of rewatching Ariel again, and and what you what you thought. And um, let's start with you. What do you think of Ariel? Ariel's a really neat team up, and it's it's a surprise team up because it's um, it's Simon who comes up with crime. Right. Instead of Mal or uh, or crime coming to them, so it's it's not only a great way for him to really kind of redeem himself and become. I mean, he's valuable, but he he the best way he can really thank the crew or his new family is to help them do some crime that will make them some money, and then have access to the tools he needs to save his you know blood family his. To find out more about what's going on with River Tam, and it's 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 quite a delicious episode. I I, I remember really just kind of getting sucked in, and I don't even think I blinked. It was just it, the story went on so was told so well, and filmed so lovely that it, it just it it just flows beautifully. Yeah, Raul, your impressions uh, on Ariel. Well. The three episodes we're doing tonight are probably three of my favorite of the series. And Ariel is really, really high on that list. First of all, yeah, I, I love the fact that the Doctor's really becoming a part of the crew, partly from, you know, hey, he's he's getting a good knack for crime. And then clearly the way Mal deals with the situation at the end Mal certainly considers him a part of the crew. Mm. Uh, the other two things I really liked about it, first of all, the uh, river story really starts to unfold. And this is where we first really start to see her coming into her power as she's guiding them through the hospital. It, I mean, wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's something that just builds from here to the end of the series and ultimately culminates at the uh, Serenity movie. 
So right. we, we really see just a beautiful job with uh, River. And the other thing I really loved about this episode, this is the closest look and the most in-depth interaction we're going to get with the Core Worlds. And it is just absolutely great. It's like the Core Worlds are as technologically advanced as the Rim Worlds are primitive. So you really get such a beautiful, beautiful contrast between the two. Yeah. No, absolutely. Miles, how about you? Uh, Tell me about Ariel for you. This episode has a lot of rewatchability for a lot of reasons. Ammon and Raul has stated uh, there's so much into it. You you can see the band team up and work on a heist here. And it's a heist for um, pharmaceuticals. But uh, pharmaceuticals are big money on the rim and on on the uh, outer worlds. we also get more. We kind of knew this, but we get we really see it in action. We get to see who Jane really is, um, and we still love Jane at the end. But we probably would not trust him to save you know, you know, save our lives. We would you know he, we just we'll talk about that more about that. Um, and we get to see more how the you know just just how dark and. The, the the alliance is with with what they're doing with uh, what they, what they have done with uh, uh, River, and we get oh, I, we should rewind it back and just see how damaged River is when she takes that knife and uh, uh, she 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 does what she thinks is an improvement uh, of uh, Jane's shirt. He right, lo- she likes <laughs> he, he looks better in red, you know. Um, so. Uh, a lot, a lot of good stuff in this episode. Yeah, well, you know, and, and I think that you said it so well. There's a rewatchability to this episode that this, this, if you were asked me to rank Firefly episodes, especially these three, this has to be one of my favorite episodes for the rewatchability. Um, and the whole like when you were saying like, yeah, you wouldn't trust Jane. It made me think of we ask ourselves. Uh, we have different poll questions we ask ourselves on the on the uh, Dune Saga podcast. But like, which one of the Serenity crew would you want to be watching your back, Miles? Mm-hmm. If you had, if you had to have one of them to watch your back, who would it be? Honest, if well, not Jane. Who would it be? Well, it's de- definitely Jane would be the last on the list. Um, this may. I, I don't know if this is going to sound. Sort of cliche, but um, I, I think if I if, if if Malcolm Reynolds was watching my back, I I wouldn't have anything to be afraid of. Yeah. How about you, Em? Who would you want watching your back? Zoe. <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> Zoe. Yeah. Right to it. Right Zoe to is it. the is the to me. Zoe is an amalgam of all the things I like about everybody else in the cast. If Zoe was not available, it would be Shepard Book. Yeah. How about you, Roel? Well, it's a two-way tie. Mal, first of all, especially because of if he's watching my back, because if he had a beef with me, it'd be to my face. What the way he the way he defended the way he defended River and Simon, both at the beginning of the episode and at the end, even when he had a legitimate beef with them, he defended them because they're his crew. Absolutely trust. Absolutely trust that. Uh, the second person, ah, it would absolutely have to be uh, River Tam. No, no power in the verse can stop her, oh, and yeah. she can kill you with her brain. <laughs> uh, there's still that. There's, there's there's still that one scene from the movie Serenity when she she takes on the Reavers and they, they they lift the door and it's just a pile of Reavers and her standing there. Just that iconic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just afraid she 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 might think I look good in red too. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, she, she knows she knows what she knows what Jane's been up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I have no doubt about that. Yeah. But it it just seemed a little arbitrary that she would just. I mean, he he's not not expressed his pleasure with her being on the ship, but just. Uh, I'll just take this sharp knife and slash him across the chest, you know. Right. Um, but that—that's why they go why to the—that's why they go to the hospital. Yeah, and that's why they go to the hospital try to help her get well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think if I were to choose one, it would have to be Shepherd Book. I, I just there's 
I, you know, Sire, Firefly as a series did not have enough time to develop his character, but the little that we get, he's a man that has connections that can get you out of jams. Right. And um, I think that's, you think he'd probably, he'd be the one I'd want watching. I mean, he was back. Mal's advisor. I know. Who, who better? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And I agree with, uh, with what Raul said about Mal, that Mal probably comes in close second for me. You know, he's the one that, if I'm a part of his crew, you know, he, he, he's, he's, he's with me to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to be turning on me or he's not going to be letting me there by myself. He, he, he's going to be there dedicated, despite of whether he agrees with me or not. And so I, I, I right. do like that. Can I ask you a question, Scott? You can ask me anything you want, Raul. Or anyone. Has anyone read the comics? Because you were talking about filling in Shepard Book's story. I haven't read them, but I know the comics do that to yes. a large degree. Yes, yes they do. That... Yes, they do. You get a lot more about Shepard Book in the comic books. Yeah. Can you still find them? Yes, but you're you're not paying cover price. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I like didn't... the Five comics then. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't pay cover price, yeah. so they're they're on lockdown, so that n- nobody touches them but me. So, so M, can I borrow? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. If I fly out, can I read them if you turn the pages? No. <laughs> they're sealed. They're waiting for they're waiting for for um, autograph opportunities. Oh wow! <laughs> oh well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> so favorite moments for me, I think I think that again, like Miles said, this is a very watchable episode, and there were just so many many classic moments in this episode. Why don't we just run into either notable uh, performances or just uh, just moments or quotes that you want to share, Miles? Can I pick your brain and have you go first in this? Uh, sure. Um... Memorable quotes. Uh, there, there's one in there where it, it's it's a little bit of dialogue between um, Kaylee and uh, Anara. So, something about the fact, um, and I have it. Um, this is the one near the very end. Yeah, about 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 them being dead, but about them coming back. Um, let me see if I can find. Oh yeah, Anara says, uh, "What's going on here?" And Kaylee says. Oh, well, let's see. We killed Simon River, stole a bunch of medicine, and now the captain and Zoe are off, springing the others, got snatched by the feds. Oh, and here they are now. Yeah, in that very lighthearted, uh, <laughs> you know, Kaylee manner. That right. sweet so, Kaylee kind yeah, of way. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and how about you? A, a favorite moment or a quote that you want to share? I I don't really have a particular moment that's that. I like the montage where Kaylee's digging through the through the the trash heap and she's just kind of complaining about, you know, oh, we have to be here. Ooh, this will be great. And she's yeah. shopping and really excited when she finds the bits and bobs, you know, for the ship. And then they find the 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 helicoptery type transport um, that I do like that moment. I don't know if I would call it my favorite. The whole episode's really delicious. You know, it was it was it was well told because they're telling, okay, here's how we're going to do the heist, and as they're explaining it, there's different parts are kind of flashing to and showing you them how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Another moment I have is well, first um, uh, Simon is coaching um, them all on their dialogue, and um, uh, of course, uh, Jane is, is having a hard time remembering it all, and then they they bring the you know what they think what the hospital thinks are are, are dead bodies, and the the the, the admittance per, you know the intake person she says well what what is this and and she's okay, and then Jane finally memorizes his lines, but it's you know but then it's who cares, <laughs> yeah. How about you, Raul? Oh gosh, well the the whole. What Miles just described absolutely was one of my was one of my favorite points. And for me, you know, with with what I do in my day job, it it really just fits because all of that rehearsal, all of that rehearsal, all of that rehearsal, and works that way. So nothing gets used. Right. But what one of my favorite lines was when Mal tells. Uh, 
Jane, next time you're going to stab me in the back, do it to my face. Mm. That that end scene with Jane when he when he has him outside the doors and they're taking off and he you can just tell that Mal is pissed. Right. He is I, I don't think Mal knew if he was gonna close the airlock uh until he actually did. Yeah. That's and that's the way it reads. It reads like, man, they we might actually lose Jane here, you know. Well it's interesting. I mean, Jane says just Maybe it's a moment of remorse or whatever it is. He just says, "Don't tell him what I did. Uh, make something mm-hmm. up, or so, you know, just that warped sense of honor that Jane has is like, um, you know, he says he got stupid. The money was too good, but then um, he figures, okay, maybe maybe Mally is going to open the doors, of the airlock, and he's going to be airlocked. He, you know, he he, he doesn't want the crew to know." You know, he knows that. I mean, he has he has no problem doing this, but at the same time, he doesn't want everybody else to know he did it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you could start to see you could start to see him questioning, "Did I do the right thing?" At just as just as things progressed along. Yeah, and I at think least that's, that's how it came to me. Yeah, when I think there, there's that one part. Let me see if I can find it real quick. There was that one part where they're um, they're talking, and it's especially when they're exa- when Simon's examining River with a neuroimager, and and he has that nice explanation, and you know, so they opened up her skull. I'll just read the, the little dialogue. They opened up her skull. That's a scalpel scar. They opened up her skull and they cut into her brain. Why? And, and Jane says, why? And Simon says, the only reason to make an incision into someone's brain is to lobotomize them, to go in and remove damaged tissue. Why anyone would cut into a healthy brain is, and Simon's horrified, they did it over and over. They stripped her, her uh, amygdala, whatever, amygdala, right? And Jane amygdala. says, amygdala. Yeah. yeah, and Jane says, her what? You know, you know how you get scared or worried or nervous when you don't want to be scared or worried or nervous? You push it to the back of your mind. You try not to think about it. Your amygdala is what lets you do that. It's like a filter your brain that keeps your feelings in check. She feels everything. She can't not. It is totally. She can't not feel. Yeah, it's just it's just so it's just such a. Uh, it's a it's for that moment you see, you see Jane really listening and almost understanding River. And from that point on, even though he's kind of set the wheels in motion and he still kind of sells them out a little bit, uh, he's not totally. There's like a little bit of a change in Jane at that point. I wonder if his effort to get them moving early was out of the regret to try and maybe I can get them out before they before the feds arrive and miss them and it just didn't work out that way or if it was in, in, intended to get them out early to get them directly to the fed. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't remember, it's been a couple of years, few years since I've heard the commentary, so I don't know if the commentary addresses that. Yeah. Or not? I thought it. when the guy, his contact, what you know, was not just going to take into custody River and, and Simon. He was going to take Jane into custody too. He realized his plan had failed. I mean, right. I, I didn't think. I mean, he. I think he was still going to sell them out. It just it backfired on him. Yeah, that's the way I took it. By the way, just to come back to a prior conversation, Serenity Volume Three, The Shepherd's Tale, we were talking about, is available on Amazon for twelve bucks. It's not bad. Yeah, hardcover. Oh, awesome! And you can get it if you have a Kindle. You can get it for seven bucks. Well, I might have to do that. Yay! Yeah, so it it's be. yeah, so not not terribly pri- not terribly priced. Maybe if you get a first edition one, it might be a little bit nuts, because this is this is the second edition of it. So yeah, first, I just want to get the story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought you could write the story. Um, so uh, what else do we have to say about this episode? This episode was great. It really again illustrates the loyalty that Mal has to his crew. And, you know, Inara's just kind of there at the beginning and the, the end doesn't really play a huge role. Well, she does she play a huge role? No, she's more of the plot device. She's yeah. the reason why they go to Ariel in the first place. Yeah. yeah. But we fu- And but, we get that contrast to the core worlds. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, we, we finally see the... Well, we see, see again in a more... We see these guys in action. They, they, the guys with the hands of blue. I mean, um, uh, it's... It, it's still creepy watching these guys pull out these little wands and these guys are starting to bleed out the eyes and other orifices. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is kind of uh, freaky. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the hands of blue are just plain creepy in general. Yeah. The little brain melty thing that they do is. It's as bad yeah. as those. It's bad as those things in Stargate where like they put that little device against your chest and the light comes out your mouth and eyes. Mm-hmm. That just freaks me out every time mm-hmm. you see that. So, uh, I mean, these guys are just in three piece suits with these blue rubber gloves, but man, they are they they are freaky. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything else we need to say about this episode before we move on to uh, one of the other episodes? No, just the fact that I might watch it again now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, let's move on into what war stories. Um, wow, let's talk about war stories and what people thought about this episode. Raul, can I pin you to go first this time? Oh, my. Um, well, it does it does address some of the some of the, shall we say, tension between uh Mal and Zoe and Wash that's been building through the season. I mean, we, we see that from the very beginning. Um, wow. It, it's, <laughs> we, it, it raises, this is one of the reasons why I want to read the Shepherd comic because we really see so much of just what's going on with, well, we see so many questions at least of what's going on with the Shepherd book. I mean, okay, the guy's supposed to be a preacher, but he's hip-shooting out kneecaps. Hmm. Uh, the guy's definitely got some really serious uh, weapons background. He's able to identify the whole scene of their kidnapping. And, oh, what can I say? The, the rescue of Mal itself is just, you know, th- there's... Just golly gee, bang, bang, boom, blow up type of action adventure. And then there's action adventure that the action itself is really telling a story. It's not just there. It's really telling a story. And we see all of that with Shepard. We see it with the others. And then it culminates. That's where the line, no power in the verse can stop me. Uh, The river story gets a big push along. She Ducks her head out real quick. Ducks back. Don't look. Don't look. Bang, bang, bang. And the look on Kylie's face when she takes out those uh, attackers is just priceless. Mm, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, that, that you know, we saw in the last episode, Ariel, we talked about how Mal will do anything for his crew. Here you saw the reverse of that. The crew will do anything for Mal. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Wash. Yep. But it's in a sense, it's... They're, they're going after their captain. What was interesting about this was they took whatever money they had left. Um, and Niska. From Ariel? Yeah, from mm-hmm. Ariel. For, Niska agreed to, he would he would give one of them up. And, and, and Zoe's reasoning for, you know, rescuing Wash. I mean, it's, it, it's not, you know. Wash is not a soldier. I mean, she, her, her and Mal have fought in the war. They've been wounded together. Um, she knows Mal will probably, you know, he, he, out of the two of them, who, who's going to survive this a little longer? It's going to be Mal. And, and even, even Wash even says that, uh, you know, Mal kept him from, from he, he was going to break at any time, and Mal kept him from breaking. Yeah, that entire conversation that him and Wash have while being tortured. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit. Let me back up. That when this episode opens and watching the torture of Niska, it's pretty hard to watch. It was pretty hard to watch for me again. I don't like I don't like say, ooh, look, there's a torture scene. Like I don't get into the Saul movies or anything like that. I mean, seeing torture done was hard, and I almost said, wow, I, do I really want to watch this episode again? And then I got to the part where they were torturing. Uh, you know, Mal and Wash, and if, if if someone can make torture humorous, it's Whedon. Because he does <laughs> yeah. that entire conversation. Yeah, he goes, hey, you know, he has, Zoe and I got a history. You got to be asking yourself some fundamental questions about the nature of that history. You never slept with my wife. Oh, that a fact? You know that for sure, do you? You ever ask her? And they get electrocuted again. We've been together for a long time. And, you know, the, the, the line, and then they echo it back in the ship once everyone's back on, and that it continues to be funny, like, 
it was the torture talking. Take me, take me hard. You know, <laughs> the, the entire, it's just, it's just hilarious in the middle of a rare, what it could have been a very disturbing torture scene. Right. And as it cont- and as it goes on, what you realize is Mal is doing that basically to help Wash. Right. So he's still in the midst of the torture, looking out for his crew. Yes, mm-hmm. but despite the uh, disagreement. Um, tell me your thoughts about this uh, this episode. Any any other any other parts or uh, any other things that stuck out to you? So, there's two very distinct. There's it's just a very distinct story going on here, and and you, 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 it's I love the the each episode you get a nice little. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, each episode you get a nice little deep dive, even if it's just a, a shallow pool of deep dive. There's a dive into a character or two characters in the relationship. And Mal and Wash, I had always, I thought while watching, I'm sure at some point Wash has got to be a little bit feeling the outsider because of the relationship between um of uh, of Mal and Zoe, they, I mean, they've they've lived through something significant and traumatic together. So he and he wants to be a part of his wife's life, and he wants to understand his wife more. And boy, boy, does he get the opportunity to find out about what it's like to be his wife, but in not a fun way. Um, I I just enjoyed the dialogue between the two. Just the whole story being told with Wash coming to terms with what's going on with Mal and his wife and that there's nothing going on and he can accept, you know, the relationship more. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, Miles, how about you? Um, I'm just thinking of some of the, there's some great quotes in this as there are great quotes and. Yeah, but no, this one was particularly, I think, quotable. There were mm-hmm. so many different, di- there's so much dialogue that you can, like, I'm looking down through the quotes, you and IMDb looking at them. There is, there's like pages of quotes of, uh, that are pulled off this episode. Why don't you pick out one or two? Tell us. Uh, th- th- this is where Wash, th- they're in the shuttle, Wash says um, about, about being in a firefight. Actually, I was fired from a fry cook opportunity, but I can handle myself. Um, <laughs> Uh, th- th- this is a very creepy one. Um, this is uh, when when uh, Zoe gives the money. Niska says, "I think this is not enough. Not enough for two, but sufficient perhaps for one." Oh, now you have, uh, and um, this is shortly after he cuts off Mal's ear and before. Oh, this because they pull him out and don't mm-hmm. they cut off the ear then? She, she gives him the money, thinks he oh, yeah, says yeah. something to the fact that it's too much or something like that, and but it, that's even more making a point of yeah. um, this is one guy you you don't screw with because um, uh, he's just crazy. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, are there other uh, moments for Ro M here? Uh, other moments that stuck out to you? Other quotes that kind of stuck out? Well, quotes, I already mentioned that no power in the verse can stop me. Uh, two quotes, two, two of my favorite quotes, when Mal is fighting with uh, Niska's torturer, Zoe says, this is something you've, he's got to do on his own. And Mal yells back, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just rain lead down. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, and the one other quote that you probably won't be able to discuss too much is I'll be in my bunk. Yeah. Yeah. No, that comes up quite a few times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the signature line that we've heard before. Like when uh, we, or we see it a little bit later on, maybe in one of the other episodes. Um, I like the, uh, the, I like the reference to, was it Sean Yu? Um, yes, and in uh, in the the idea of you never really know a man until you like put him over the edge of a volcano, or you know you really you really see the real man, and uh, the idea that Niska's searching for the real Mal, which I'm not sure he actually finds till after he's done torturing him. But, but does he really find the real Mal though? I, I don't know. I, mean, we, I don't know. We never really get. I, I think when Mal gets Mal. honked off and. Uh, 
breaks himself out more or less. We, I think we might be getting close at least. Yeah. 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 I love that quote between Wash and Zoe. Some great Wash and Zoe lines. And then came the part where you lied to me, which really is for me the highlight of this whole adventure. Anyway, am I getting out of this with honor and dignity? Uh, no, you're pretty much down to ritual suicide, Lammy Toes. But again, uh, wow, there's just so many good quotes. But, there's just wonderful dialogue. It, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful dialogue. This is a one of, uh, who wrote this episode? Was it, was it, did Whedon write it? Hey, should look back, see who actually uh, got the writing credits on this one. Yeah, I uh, don't know, but this is this is like classic weed and writing. I don't know who don't know if he actually wrote it or not. Uh, looking, looking, looking. IMDb, please help me out here. Um, cinematography, music by producer. Uh, I don't have I don't have the writer. I'm drawing a blank. Anyone? Yeah, I don't know if. Uh... Yep. But they, they obviously got the spear of Joss Whedon in the dialogue. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cheryl Kane wrote it. Oh, and, well, yeah, writing credits. Joss James Whedon, created by... Had directed. Yeah. yeah, yep, Cheryl Kane. So Cheryl Kane did a great job writing these characters. And I'm sure Joss Whedon put his stamp of approval on it. But it definitely, it definitely just delivers. Hands down. And Niska, wow. Uh, he is just creepy. Yeah, yeah. And why Mal, I mean, it seems like, well, either he escaped or Mal decided to kill him at the end. But I'm thinking, this is a guy that needs to go. Well, if we would have killed him, we couldn't have had him under the Firefly game that's coming out. That's he, true. He is in the Firefly game that's coming out. So. Yeah, it was already planned. He was going to be around, so yes, they couldn't kill him. that's right. Uh, do we see him? In Nis- go ahead. I was going to say, Niska is one of two characters, recurring characters in particular, that I really would have loved to see developed over multiple seasons. Yeah, there's no doubt. Because he knew he would absolutely have to be back. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree, yeah. Uh, M, Raul, Miles, anything else to say about this episode? This episode is uh, continues to be solid Firefly. It, it doesn't have a lot of rewatchability because of the torture scenes, but it, oh. but when I do watch it, though, it's... It, it it's still it, it it's still great to watch though. I think the dialogue for me makes it rewatchable. It's the dialogue, but if, so if I'm not watching it and just uh, listening to it, I think it's some good dialogue. Oh, there is one thing I have. Um, well, one thing I do like is when they spring Mal out of there. But um, what's uh, what's his name? Uh, Simon says um, I never shot anybody before, and. And, and Shepard's like, uh, don't worry, son. I don't think you did here or something like that. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is good. Uh, um, the, uh, I thought it was interesting. This is just a little bit of trivia. Alan Tudyk put it, pointed out that despite the way Zoe and Wash are constantly portrayed with Zoe being taller than her, him, Alan is in fact taller than Gina Torres. He's six foot and she's 5'10". So it was the way they hmm. filmed it or the boots or whatever. They probably grew up on an Apple box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And uh, one other bit of trivia, two other bits of trivia. In the opening scene where Simon and Book are discussing the operations performed on River, Simon's looking at a computer display of River's brain. The text that scans past underneath the brain module is lines of JavaScript code from a web (laughs) page. So... And uh, one other one that uh, this is probably lose the one something that Raul said, but um, the uh, long Chinese phrase "wash angrily yells at Zoe on the bridge" translates roughly as "shove all the planets in the universe up my butt." He actually doesn't say <laughs> butt, but it's pretty close. So nice. So if you ever want to know how to say it, just listen to the episode. You'll learn how to actually say that phrase. <laughs> but why don't we move on into trash? Let's uh, let's hit trash here tonight. Um, so uh, who didn't start yet? Em, did you start? Did we have you start? I did. You did. Miles, why don't you go first don't here? Start. Miles, why don't you go ahead? Okay. Tell me about trash. Well, we get it's for such a for a show that only had thirteen episodes. We got to see some characters come back again, which was great, and we get to see uh, Saffron come back, and Yay. we we find out uh, she is. 
back to her old tricks, um, she ends up marrying one of uh, um, an, another. Uh, um, I don't know what to say. Acquaintance. Acquaintance of Mal's, yeah. yeah. So. But it's just a great scene. Uh, talks about, yeah, I got married again, and his wife. You know, she comes out, and they're pointing guns at each other, and. The guy's like, why are you pointing a gun at my wife? He goes, it's not your wife, it's my wife. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, it was a, I mean, definitely it was good to see her back. And, she, mm-hmm. you know, she made that one of those initial episodes we watched, and she, again, her duplicity is what makes this uh, episode. But I would say that's probably the best fight scene in the series. And uh, yeah, I would I would agree, I would agree. I love the. Tat. She's a great character. She she's, is, and uh, all three of her, Yo Safbridge. She's, she's kind of... <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. That's that's when he calls her Yo Safbridge, isn't it? Isn't this the episode this where Matt calls her? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. I love the tags in IMDb. They have the tags: neck brace, injection, revenge, male rear nudity. <laughs> because I guess yeah, okay yeah because it is it's kind of a funny you kind of see him left out in the desert there nude um, and why don't you go ahead tell us uh, what, what watching this episode again uh, how did it resonate with you what did you like about this episode how did it hold together it's another nice team up of, of well orchestrated crime like Ariel and like train job um, I, I, I like the character of Yosef Bridge I think she's because she's got so many layers to her and so many identities, it's neat to see her like that. Um, it's not one of my favorites. It's a, I find it a little bit boring. Um, but as 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 um, Firefly shows go, I mean, none of them are truly boring, boring. But compared to the other ones, it's not my favorite. Not that it's bad, but just it doesn't. It's not one of those ones that I can watch over and over and over again. I got a question for you. So the guy that at the very beginning um, where they kind of run into Saffron, right, uh, is Monty Reynolds, the guy's name. Monty. Is that, a re- is that supposed to be a relative of Malcolm Reynolds? Nope. Just coincidence. We don't know. They just served together in the uh, war. Damn it, devil woman, I shaved my beard for you. <laughs> oh, man. I think I got that right. Yeah, it you is. You got it. Damn it, Bridget, tell me to Hades, you broke my heart in a million pieces, you made me love you, and then you, I shave my beard over you, devil woman. That's great. There you go. Yes. It's, what's funny is, so last night I had a couple of friends over to play the Firefly board game with the new expansion pack, and uh, one of my friends was playing Monty and made the comment, made that, set. he he said that line, and it's funny, ha ha ha. And then when he looks at the card for the for that particular character in the game, the flavor text is exactly that. <laughs> I shaved my beard for you, devil woman. It is. Oh, I, I enjoy that very much. <laughs> very, very, very good. What I like when you talk about the they're just working out another heist and all that. Um, it's interesting who who is playing who in this. Um, they know. I mean, I mean, Saffron says, if 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 we tag team on this, we could sell this really expensive laser gun. We could all make some money at it. Yes, we don't like each other, trust each other, but if we work together, we can. You know, this this could this could work out for the best of us for, for all of us. Um, Anar is like, how can you trust this this piece of trash? And everybody else is like, you know. And, and even um, Wash is like, you know, I just have one question, and and and, and Saffron explains something. No, 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 not not that. Why is she on our ship? You know, he. he I mean, Didn't she tried to kill us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just thought of it as you were talking. You know, the episode's called Trash. But there's multiple layers as to what that term means. Right. <laughs> you know, yes. This, you know, I mean, this is this is really. Uh, Saffron's trash, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, just the obviously, literally, they're trash, or just, um, yeah, it, it has multiple meetings. Yeah, it does. Raul, how about you? Miles, what you were saying? Go oh, ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna, I was gonna give you the floor here to talk a little bit. Oh, well, Miles just hit one of the, one of the points. Uh, the ending, the way it ended, that twist in the ending is really what made it 
puts it in one of my favorite episode lists uh, that you know I, I'm I'm thinking I, I'm waiting the whole episode, especially when they started out with Mal sitting on the rock. Yep, that went well. And actually, at the end of the day, the truth is, yes, it did go well. But that the, the twist with Inara waiting there, just to, sort of as the final backup, is like, ho-ho, so yeah, now we know who was playing who. Right. It was it was just a it was a fun episode. It was definitely just the in a way it was a basic caper, you know, criminal caper type show, but I loved seeing Saffron, Bridget, uh <clears throat> you know, that's a question. How many out Mal and Mal asked that, how many husbands does she have? Right. It would it would have been it would have been a character that that's the other character I would have really loved to see come back and see developed. Well, there was three three of those husbands yeah. on this show. <laughs> hmm. There was there was three of those husbands on this on this one show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And of course, being a River fan, I, I I've got to say one of my another one of my lines that I liked, or just one of the scenes that I liked, was when Simon and River are treating Jane. Oh yes. And he the, the you know Jane's paralyzed so he doesn't get any additional in, injury and Simon is spelling out exactly what happened and exactly how he's going to deal with it. You know, basically, you know, I'm going to be better than you about this. Uh, because he's sort of taking Mal's approach. You're part of my crew. You're part of the crew. And River, at the very end, kind of looks at him. Also, I can kill you with my brain. That's a great <laughs> quote. And she probably great can. line. She probably can. So, I love the look on Jane's face after yeah. she says it. Yeah, we're dealing. We are dealing. We're still dealing. You know, two episodes later, we're still dealing with ramifications of Jay's decision in Ariel. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea that do we trust this guy again? And this is kind of a, uh, in a way, almost Jane's learning process, I guess. Uh-huh. If there's some growth, I mean, I think many times Jane for us seems very one-dimensional. He's kind of the goof that that doesn't quite think things through, and you know, give him enough grenades and guns, and he's good to so, good to go, and give him Vera, right? And he's he's set, but. But but we but I think we are saying if we were if we were to see this series develop over a season maybe two we would have seen maybe some slow growth in Jane I think we're seeing this slow burn because there's you know he's being hit hard by what it means to be loyal and not just to sell out to the highest bidder. You know we saw an example of that uh, I forgot which the, which episode it was where we see how the crew originally came together. Oh yeah. And out of gas. Out of gas, yeah. yeah. And Jane abandons his uh partner that was that had uh that had Mal at gunpoint and it was entirely based on the money. Oh yeah. And the bigger room. And the bigger room. He didn't have to share room. <laughs> yeah. Well you know he had that conversation about uh, Mal, they're they're in the cockpit or whatever, and Mal's having a conversation with them. He goes to Jane, "Well, why didn't you sell me out?" He goes, "Well, the money wasn't good enough." And then Mal goes, "What happens when it is?" He goes, "Well, that'll be interesting." So you know from the get go that that they have this that he's not above the money, and that kind of sets us up almost for Ariel. Oh, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Well, so, uh, uh, a row, anything else from your perspective here? That, oh, some, some great, again, some great lines in here. It's full of great lines. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else. Well, he's my husband. He's my husband. Well, who in the damn galaxy? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh, perfect. You know, I did. I did like this episode. I think I'm kind of. I'm kind of in your boat. I liked it. I didn't love it, and mm-hmm. 
if you were to, again, it wasn't because of the writing, the lines are good. There's just something about the story that doesn't capture me about the, the same way that some other episodes capture me. And um, again, some great, some great, some great lines, but this not, just not capture me. And I, I can't put my finger on it. And I think it has to come down to maybe plot. I don't know. I think it's just a, it's a simple, it feels like a simpler story in that I don't feel like any of them are any, are, are in any deep peril. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and maybe part of it is we just come off the Niska episode and you're just like, well, this, the, the ante isn't quite as high. Well, after actually after the last two episodes, I mean, there, there was a little bit of pace, you know, series or season pacing there. Because you had two very intense episodes, and now we get a light, you know, a little, a little bit lighter episode, where it's just more of the characters, in, enjoying the play of the characters. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I have two bits of trivia I want to share here. With big heads that wobbled. Yeah. What was that? I said I just found one of my other quotes. They were little geisha dolls with big heads that wobble. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, the two bits of trivia I thought that were interesting. Um, one, when Jane and Kaylee are attempting to install that new component into the trash disposal computer, the display shows a Microsoft Windows XP desktop with several open windows. The window that is on top of the other windows is Microsoft CD's Writing Wizard. The message indicated that the user has just finished burning a CD. It also appears that the cursor mouse is positioned over the finish button at the bottom of the CD writing wizard. So, um, and then the other one is, and as I thought was interesting because this really does play into a future episode. I believe it's one that didn't air. And that is the spaceship that's seen near the floating island. Um, the, the spaceship belongs to the bounty hunter Jubal Early who he later appears in Objects of Space when he sneaks aboard mm. Serenity. So it kind of shows that he, he's pursuing them, I guess. That would make sense. But, Why we'll, we'll see that ship again. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. we'll talk about that episode. But, uh, uh, other lines, other things about this episode, I think we kind of have talked about it. I love Inara, by the way, when Inara, like, pulls one over and Saffron. That was great. <laughs> You never play a yeah, player. Yeah, it was absolute relish on yeah. Inara's part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, she's telling them they're all idiots for trusting her, but it's like she's in a, She's in the whole thing. You know, it's who, 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 you know, who's playing who here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, well, wow. This, uh, that about does it. Let's, let's, let's go quickly. And if you were to rank these episodes in order as far as what is your favorite episode... And what is your second and what is your third? How would you rank these? Miles, let's, Miles, let's start with you. Ariel would be number one. Um, probably um, more stories would be two and then trash would be three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, em, how about for you? As uh, Same. So as we've discussed them, uh, Ariel, then war stories, and then um, trash. Hmm. And Raul? We're going to make it three for three. It's definitely Ariel by a long shot, War Stories, and Trash. Yeah. Um, I am mixed on uh, War Stories and Ariel. They would certainly be... Uh, Trash definitely is my least favorite. Uh, I'm mixed because there's just something about... why well, I hate the torture in that episode, and I don't think it's quite as rewatchable. It has, I think, better dialogue, and there's just some great stuff that's delivered in war stories that you just don't get in, um, that you don't get in Ariel. So I'm kind of mixed, kind of mixed on it. I mean, it shouldn't, if you take that out and, and see it as not a, a it's, it's, it's predominant because it's, it's, it's vile and horrible, but it, it without that it wouldn't really be telling the story all that well right yeah yeah but i think that the, i think the episodes again like i mentioned earlier are paired because you have in one sense 
you know, Mal doing anything for his crew, and then the other sense, the crew doing anything for Mal, and that's and that seems to be repeated even in future episodes. We'll see. So, well, uh, any final thoughts on these three episodes before we uh, wrap up the show, Miles? This was fun watching these again, and I'm sure I'll have fun later on watching them again. Um, yeah. They, it's something the, the show as a whole has just a lot of tremendous rewatchability. Yeah, definitely. Raul, how about you? How was it watching these three episodes again? Uh, any final thoughts? It's always a blast to rewatch these. I had just rewatched the entire series about two and a half months ago, actually. And then I rewatched again to make my original notes. And then I, you know, we had to postpone this uh, particular show, so I got basically. It's like, oh, good, I get to watch them again. <laughs> so I got to rewatch them again, and of course, my wife insisted on staying up and watching them with me as well. <laughs> and one thing I would, one thing I would say is, and I, I've there's only a few series that I will say this about. Even the episodes that are my least favorite of the series are still great episodes. I mean, it, it's my least favorite of the series. That doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means that the others hit an even higher bar. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then did we get your thoughts? Final thoughts? Um, my final thoughts are: it's always awesome to watch these shows. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad we're it's doing. It's a wonderful way to. It's a wonderful form of escapism. And then, I I continue enjoying the game by playing Firefly, the game, the board game, um, made by I think it's Gale Force Nine. Um, last night we played with all the expansion packs, and it's 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 a it it's a frustratingly rich game that reminds me of how frustratingly rich that universe is. Thank you, Colin, for pointing that out. Um, it, it's neat. So along with playing, along with watching the TV show and the movie and then watching Browncoats, um, the fan film, and then play, there's there's different ways to relive this universe, and I, I do enjoy it very much as a whole. Now, that's the same game that we played at Farpoint with you? So this one's different. This one's a much deeper game. It's a big board game, and you have your own ship, but it's not so much. The one we played at Farpoint was a cooperative version. This one is very PvP. So you're you you know you're out for yourself, and the new expansion lets you pirate and board another person's ship and take their stuff, which <laughs> didn't happen before. So it's 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 very rich, like the like the Firefly universe would be. I might have to. I might have to pick that up. You'll have to send me a link to it, uh, M. So I, I will post a link into the into our Facebook page so everyone can enjoy. That it. will be awesome. That'll be awesome. Well, and and I, I think I, I agree with what you what you folks have said about it. That and Raul, especially with what you said, just because we're like eh, that this we rank these episodes, it doesn't mean they're bad episodes. It just means that the others were kind of at a little bit higher bar. Still, some great great TV. I mean, some of the best TV that we had, you know, in, in a long time and even since there's there is some good TV out there. But this certainly is good quality TV and the 13, 14 episodes we have just weren't quite enough. But This is something special and and, and I don't think it'll ever anything this special will ever be repeated again. Yeah, we say that, but it might. It might last. Well, we'll see. We'll, I'll, I'll, I'll put it. Now, don't tell me that you're going to start this whole, like, oh, bring back Firefly. We all know that Firefly will never come back as the Firefly that we know. I would never do that. It will, right. if, if it comes back, it would come back in a new iteration or a new part of the verse or a new crew or maybe a future. But uh, I'm, I'm, I don't. I I've started I've, when I've been in a conversation where someone comments they should bring the original cast back. No, baby, nope. they're not nope. gonna. Yeah, never it's gonna been, happen. You can't. Don't yeah. don't try and and rework the magic and make it happen again. But we are It'll not in the hole. Yeah, we we yeah. are we are not hearing 
any rumors of any sort of reboot whatsoever. The best the best news we're getting is on this game, this uh, massive multiplayer game that you're developing, and that's about oh yeah, it. I'm I'm on board for that. Yeah, I can't so wait to play that but that's about that's about it, and and that's probably the closest you're going to see the original crew back because they got most of the original crew back to read lines and to record little segments for it. And recently, they all agreed. We... They all agreed to 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 be a part of it, which was awesome. Yeah, we we had a five issue comic book series that took place. Did, after the events of Serenity, so we could probably see maybe a comic book series here and there, maybe maybe, maybe even a mm. a book. But that's that's what we'll get. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead. We're gonna wrap up the show. Before we do, Raul, I want to give you a chance to just uh, plug your show and tell people where they can go ahead and find your show, the Babylon Project podcast. Well, if you're a Babylon Five fan and I will say this up front, Firefly was the show that I thought if they had really been able to follow it through, tell the whole story, could have hit the depth and richness of storytelling that we saw in Babylon 5. It certainly showed all the possibilities of it. If you're a Babylon 5 fan or curious about Babylon 5, you can find us at www.babylonprojectpodcast.wordpress.com and you can also find our show as the Babylon Project Podcast on iTunes or you can find us there on Facebook. Awesome. And we're about seven episodes into the series of season one and putting out new episodes at this point just because of uh, you know life raises its ugly head we're putting out episodes about every two weeks and there'll be some occasional special event episodes as well awesome awesome so make sure you check it out listeners if you like babylon 5 raul it was great having you on the podcast tonight you know i i always love any chance i get to be with you guys um this is one of those cases like i said life had sort of reared its ugly head and i've largely disappeared from the online world for several months now uh, except for the Babylon project so this is I I couldn't ask for a better group to stick my nose back into uh, the cyber world again yeah absolutely absolutely well uh, it's about time for us as a sci-fi diner crew to wrap up this episode so Miles why don't you take us out before we do Next month, we will be doing the final three episodes, and they are again, which ones? Uh, it's Heart of Gold, it's Objects in Space, and what's the third one I'm missing? The Message. The Message. The Message, so so those... the message then Heart of Gold, then Objects in Space. Yeah, so in that order, right? So we'll, we'll yep. be watching them, but they're the final three episodes that we have yet to watch, <laughs> and uh, and then we'll probably do the movie, and that'll that'll be it. That'll do it for Firefly for us. Yep. So... It'll be a, it'll be it will have been a good ride. Oh yeah. All right, Miles, why don't you take us out? All right. Till next time. Good night and good luck. We will see ya. Do your dailies. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at one eight eight eight. 508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at SciFiDinerPodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to SciFiDinerPodcast at gmail.com You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at Facebook.com slash SciFiDiner We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com <laughs>